This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. What's going on? Uh, just the usual, John. Yourself? Oh, about the same. What do you have on tap for us tonight, sir? Okay, well, it's like, I I was honestly really kind of stumped as far as what to do for um, like tonight's show. Like, I was tempted to like, you know, do something about all the uh, titles that begin with D in my to read list so that's that's how desperate things were um were getting for me and i might still do that next week so you consider yourself warned but um then i noticed that i had also picked up the uh neo parasite m manga from let's see from the right stuff and i realized yeah hey you know what it's like i've never talked about parasite before so hey might as well go ahead and give it a start now okay so, a little history lesson. Let me kind of a large history lesson because Parasite was a series that was originally released in Japan, uh, probably like like um, before me, like a lot of a lot of people listening were born because it was originally released from serialized in like um, in Kodansha's um, like manga magazines from 1988 to 1995. It was then um, picked up for release by. Um, Tokyo Pop, back in the days when they they were known as Mix, and it was supposed in their Mix Zine. It's like, and um, you know, it's like I back in those days, like we're talking like the uh, like the early, like the um, late late nineties, early aughts. It's like I was, it's like I like I was I had an interest in manga, but you know, I was like all for all the stuff the Dark Horse was, was putting out because like you know, all their their scene and stuff was like right at my alley, and you know, it's like this uh, other series like. These other guys, like, yeah, you know, it's like I, like this looks, this looks strange and weird. So like, I'm not going to bother. But fortunately, I had a friend um, by the name of Tara, still good friends with her, who also tossed the series, um, the series my way. It's like, like, um, probably well over a decade back, and surprisingly, it was a very, it was an intelligent, thoughtful, and pretty compelling um science science fiction series. So. Like what the what's it about? Well, it's about this your average like um like Japanese teen um like um Shinichi, um Shinichi Izumi, and um he just happens to be living like um it's like be alive when it's like when these uh spores like um drop into drop into Japan and like spores from space and um they so they let out these like um like um parasitic worms that seek out um nearby humans and infect them. So when when a human is infected, like the worm goes straight to their brain, like cons- like consumes consumes your head, and they're left with like it's like and w- while the uh, parasite can assume human form, it can also spiral off into like a it's like and assume like um, form like forms that like are like are like long spiral like spiral shapes with blades, but and also like you know the like the uh, like um peel your head apart and then eat like um your human face you know kind of like the uh, the dog from john carpenter's thing you know because okay it's there's no getting around this because you know the parasite does kind of owe does kind of like um owe a deep debt to like you know like the thing in terms of you know, like you know like it's like the aliens who can assume human form it's like and are it's like an art to kill us as well but it also owes a deep debt to um classic star trek as well because you know, on one hand, like, yeah, a lot of these aliens are here, like, like, 
they do arrive with the intent to, uh, you know, kill and murder and murder us and assume and like uh, send up the uh, the food chain. And then some others are like like are kind of are grouped by more um, it's like uh, higher by higher thoughts about you know hey you know like why are we why are we here like what like um what what is the point of our it's like of our exist existence like why it's like why is it necessary that we that we consume human life and like um and obey this genetic imperative we have but the thing is like within the case of Shinichi well he uh, he's infected with the parasite as well but he happens to notice it um right when it's um crawling up his arm it's like his it's like his right arm specific, specifically and he ties off and he ties it off to keep the parasite from from advancing any further so so he thinks that okay that that problem solved you know it's like oh that's this is weird man like this this thing tried to crawl up my arm it's like oh it must have been then while well, he cry, cries out to his parents and they're saying like oh you know it's like you're just crazy some st- from studying too hard, even though you don't study all that hard in the first place. And, you know, it's like, you think, okay, like that, like that's the end of the story. But no, it turns out that the Paris, that the parasite, instead of infecting his head has infected his arm. And this parasite calls himself Miggy because, you know, like Miggy is, Jap- is Japanese for right. So he's basically righty. Um, it's like, get like, um, like starts, starts to like, he has the same, he uh, he gets kind of the same like uh, like indifference towards human race that that, all, that his other kind has, but then he, but he's also like not really in a in a place to like you know exercise his um, like this need to um, consume like consume other humans for for sustenance and whatnot. Like he's able to just get his uh, he, like um, he, like his sustenance just from like uh, from Shinichi's daily daily diet. So. So, um, you've got this kind of like this, so even though it's like, you know, Chichi's got this like alien on his right, on, like on his right, um, right hand, it's like they're, they kind of like have a nice, uh, like symbiosis and balance. I mean, like, even, like, um, like, like a Miggy is content to, um, like learn about, um, human, it's like about human life and what makes us tick and, and Shinichi, um, like try like find like um gets gets to know more about this about this alien life life over as well and you know it's like make weird weird interesting shapes out of his out of his arm like you know sometimes um like not always intentionally of course but as time goes on it's like um it's like um she find increasingly comes in contact with the other alien parasites and um in their eyes he's kind of a defect I mean some of them like look at him and go oh you it's like you're you're awful. You need to be, you need to be wiped out and taken care of. And then there's one um, a uh, like a teacher at his high school, um, Ryoko Tamiya, who it's like who looks at him and goes, yeah. It's like you know this is strange. Like a human and a parasite coexisting together. It's like I want to know more about this. It's like she, um, um, it's like Ryoko is like one of the more interesting characters in the series in the sense that she's the one parasite who asks these hard questions about, it's like, Hey, what, why are we here? It's like, what is our purpose beyond just, you know, trying to consume human life and ascend to the top of the food chain? It's like, and that does lead her into conflict with, um, it's like, it's like with the other parasites, but also, and also with the, uh, but leads her into kind of a 
I wouldn't say an uneasy alliance with um Sh- with Shinichi and Miggy, but there's this like kind of like, mutual respect there in the sense that you know it's like like that they that they're not um gonna like Shinichi and Miggy aren't gonna try to take her out because even if she doesn't exactly mean them well, it's like she's not like a direct threat or anything. So, but I was like, but but um, Parasite was. It was. It's also like it's interesting in the sense that you know it. It's, it's like the, it does treat um, such a material with a certain maturity. This is definitely a seinen manga. It's like it was eventually published in Kodansha's um, afternoon, um, um, magazine. You know, the home to um, like all that greatest of all time classics, Bleed of the Immortal, along with the likes of you know, say, um, Oh My Goddess and um, Gunsmith Cats. But um, it's like, but it's also. So like there's there is a there is a lot of gore to it, but and it's just and it's mainly just to let you know that you know this is not going to be like a cute um shonen series about the value how but how friendship um like triumphs overall. I mean it kind of does, but you know it's like the way but Miggy and Shinichi's relationship is kind of interesting in the sense that you know while Shinichi is kind of like your standard bleeding heart human in the sense that no it's like you can't just kill someone because you don't like them. It's like um, Miggy is um, very pragmatic in the sense that, you know, it's like, hey, I don't have any of your human morality. It's like, you know, it's like, why are you telling me not to do this? It's like, so there's lots of um, Star Trek style, um, like I'm philosophizing and debating about, say, about what, about what is right, what, it's like, and what is necessary. So it's, so it's, and it's, and it's like, it's, even it's like, it's kind of somewhat from, going to be somewhat familiar to people who've like seen lots of Star Trek style stuff over the years. It's still hand, it's still handled pretty, it's like I'm pretty well. The, um, it's like some of the main barriers to entry for the series are the fact that, um, the mangaka, um, Hitoshi Iwaki, like his style, uh, it's really kind of, he, he's got the characters like tend to make really, he, he's got a, an expressive style, but also really kind of awkward and somewhat distracting at times in the sense that, you know, it's like his characters like big, big exaggerated, really like, like, like caricature worthy faces at certain points. And it's like, okay, that's, yeah, that's just strange and weird and not really manga esque. So, so it's kind of, it's kind of distracting at certain, certain points, especially early on. He's also, um, like not very good with like most of the with the other female characters. While while Ryoko is a um is a standout, um Shichi's um quote unquote girlfriend Satomi is really only there to support his um hero's journey. It's like in every way. I mean, like if you're wondering, hey, like no, it's like do they even have sex before the the uh, big final encounter? Yes, yes they do. It's like, and is she also like you know constantly commenting on him on his on his actions? how strange they seem over the course of the series. Yes, she does that too. Does he actually tell her about anything about what's going on? Nope. Then there's also um, Kana, a, a girl with, um, like a delinquent girl with um, some psychic sensibilities that allow her to sense other um, parasite characters who um, regrettably end, like, ends up fridged um, in, like, in, the course of, um, in the course of the story. So that's, that's really kind of kind of disappointing um it's like so yeah that's that's just kind of that's just disappointing and but i don't know, it's like the story um over over the course of the eight volumes um 
it's like eight volume edition that was released by um it's like by Delray, which is the one I've got, and you know, Kodansha um did the same did the same way as well. It's like it's it's like it tells a it's like it does tell a um interesting story about it's like about like about human about, about humans and aliens and um them trying to trying to understand each other. It's like and also the violent conflicts that erupt when they are unable to re- like to reach reach understanding. There are some really um good action scenes. It's like over like over the course of the story because it's because um Waki does like for all the action scenes that happens like they're not really like really dynamic stuff, but it's um constructed to the well constructed to the point where you can tell that he, like cl- that he clearly va- that he clearly values um it's like. Like I'm um, like uh, strategizing over like you know raw power. It's like yeah, I mean like the it's like um bit, bits like the like the uh, final conflict between the uh, five and one parasite Goto. It's like and um like Enshinichi like, is a real highlight highlight of that form. It's like and also um there are some point times when he's like when he like pulls off some really brutal stuff. Like when you find out like when Shinichi loses someone close to him. It's like in it's like in volume two. It's like that's kind of like a they all wow. I wasn't expecting him to go there. So so yeah, it's like I mean like uh, it may not like I said Parasite doesn't have like most dynamic or immediately appealing style to it, but it's got intelligence. It's like it's, but it's got intelligence. It's like and and style to its to its execution. It's like I really enjoyed it. It's like and it's something that um I'd recommend to anyone looking for you know, like a good science fiction it's like act it's like um action or horror series. Um like I said, people people who like um with like looking for like a nice hybrid of like uh, Star Trek and the thing will probably find this appealing. But I also wanna um talk about the uh the one volume it's like that um got me started on I'm talking about Parasite in the first place for this podcast and that would be Neo Parasite M. Now Parasite, um, well, for years it was talked about, hey, like Tokopop mentioned that, hey, we did get this um, sign up for development with, like, with Hollywood, and um, nothing ever came of that. But the funny thing is, like, well, if Wikipedia is to be trusted, then it's like, then it turns out that after, um, that after the um, Hollywood option expired in 2013, um, a bidding war for the series began in Japan in, like, like immediately, and then uh, then the series adapted into two live action films, and then it's like it's like and then the and then the anime. Now, after it's like now now because you know hey it's like and I imagine it's because like you know people it's like people like remembered the series from from back in the day and said hey you know what remember that series Parasite dude man that was cool yeah man it's like you know whatever happened to that you know we should totally do an anime about that and. And I can also can imagine that, you know, like the guys at Kodansha also said, hey, you know what? It's like it's Parasite series, like it's coming back now. Let's see if we can get any people to uh, like do more manga about it. Like that like as a tribute and all. Well, there were two um, Parasite manga that were that were published. Um, one was the uh, Shoujo uh, manga edition, which is Par- Neo Parasite F, which is published, um, I believe, in the end of uh, 2016. And Neo Parasite M, which is the Shonen um Manga series, manga edition, which is such, you know, it's like normally it's like I would not, I would not really be interested in like seeing other people's takes on, on the series because you know it's like 
can't just be like, hey, it's like new parasite from people who are not Hitoshi Iwaki. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass. But then when you tell me that these creators include Moto, like Moto Hagio, um, Hiroki Endo, Akira Hiromoto, it's like I'm Ryoji Minagawa. It's like then, okay, yeah, now I'm interested. I mean, it's like when it when it was announced at the uh, at like at the at the uh, Delray Manga panel at Comic Con this year. So like I thought, shit, man, it's like Hiroki Endo's doing a Parasite story. Sign me the fuck up, man. All right, but how did this turn out? Well, if you do like Parasite, then I can recommend the uh, Neo Parasite M manga. It's not all of it is great. There are some like real stinkers here, but um, overall, it's like I think the uh, stories um, hit more than than they miss, particularly with the opening story, which is easily the best of the bunch, and that's from um, Moto Hagio. Now, Hagio is one of the uh, magnificent 49ers, the uh, group of um, women who were born in 1949 who went on to revolutionize shoujo manga. And um, if you can get your hands on some of her works, like um, like Otherworld Barbara or the Drunken Dream Collection from Fantagraphics, or if you're lucky enough to like, know someone who's got access to a copy of um, like Four Shoujo Stories, which has her classic science fiction manga, um, They Were Eleven, like in there then those are all highly recommended um but the thing is like uh what i like most about her style is that like she'll go like she's not afraid to go into, like like in crazy directions like with this series it starts off with a like a little girl um who um has it's like who's like at like a, she who is like seems to be like you know awkwardly normal but she's also um, she's also got kind of like a, she's also kind of like expressionless. She's got kind of, can be kind of angry, but she's also hears these voices that say, shut up, kill. And just, she's wondering like, you know, where do these voices come from? You know, but she's also, and she's also an orphan. It's like, she, like, you know, what happened to her mother? And then she meets this, um, like, like this other, um, kid, this other kid, Jew, who, um, who just is kind of like a fat. Like type type kid just loves throwing that that um that sound around, and he's just like really angry, and um it's like and he's kind of kind of difficult to be around, and it's all about like how Tayura like um grows up and like what she, how she how she adapts to like you know ha- like being around other people like hanging with hanging around with with Jew, it's like and this like these voices she hears now, as I was reading the series the story I was like. Well, okay, uh, you know, this is all nice and interesting. Um, and, uh, what, but what does this have to do with Parasite? I mean, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like, I, like, I was really expecting, like, like the explanation to be kind of like nailed on. It's like at the end, which I was fine because the story itself was, per, was very involving, especially when, when Jews old, older brother shows up and then shit, shit gets crazy. Well, it does get crazy by normal manga standards. It doesn't even get crazy compared to like some of the other stuff I've read from Hagio. It wouldn't even, like, it would hardly rate really. But um, then when you do find out the connection that it has to the original Parasite series, it's like, oh shit, that's cool. That's good. So, so yeah, it's like, it takes a while, but you know, it's like the, uh, the, the, uh, the connections that, that the overall story, like, eventually leads to being like the, the best of the, uh, 
it's like like of the of the whole volume. Um, there's ones that follow, like Eat It Tonight Two by Moare Ota about a parasite who um, whose desire for um, healthy living leads him to marry a 36 year old um, office office lady and start a family. It's it's kind of it's both amusing. It's it's funny. It's amusing. It's like and kind of kind of weirdly touching as well. It's like it's. Uh, it's like especially in the sense that you know it's like there's some bits where like it's just like it's really humor is really awkward or when uh like the uh the parasite you know like he finds out he's gonna be a father and his wife says you know it's like oh what should we name the girl he's like i don't what does it matter what her name is and then the bloodlust his wife radiates towards him uh, almost causes him to um, unspool his face because he he feels that you know that this is the first time a human might kill him, it's like in re- like in return. So, so it's so it's it's a kind of it's an interesting, cute, um, like you take on par- on parasite life. Um, then there's a uh, it's like a model style story where like a uh, this, where this creator um, Takayuki Takea um, ca- called Granny's Regrets that he creates a it's all told through a model he creates of this um, old grandma that was possessed by a parasite out in the sticks. It's just like wondering like, oh man, it's like, why the fuck did I possess this, this grandma? It's like, what do I, what do I have to do? Why do I have to like, like, you know, live like this? And then um, one day a bear um, crashes in. He's like, all right, now I like, take it out of here. It's a short story, but really kind of clever. Um, the one that follows it is also um, pretty short called um, Paragont, but it's all, but it's a, uh, it's kind of like a uh, go nowhere story about you know parasites fighting in giant, it's like in giant bodies, like a uh, like a Pacific Rim type thing. Um, then you've got um, Hiro Mashima, creator of um, Rave Master and Fairy Tale, doing a uh, crossover story between uh, Parasite and Fairy Tale, where, where um, Lucy from Fairy Tale is possessed by Miggy. Uh, it's I, I imagine if I had read um, more any of fairy tale, it's like I'd probably be um, more uh, into the story. But you know, it's like I think it's like it, this is probably more for um, fairy tale fans than for than for parasite fans than anything else. Um, Teach me, Ryoko Tamiya Sensei from Peach Pit hits upon some of the more um, awkward um, bits about you know, hey, you know, it's like if Biggie is possessed, uh, um, Shinichi's right hand, then you know. What does that mean for a certain uh, you know, activities that uh, teenagers do with their right hand? Oh, and hey, what if um, Yoko um, showed up just to uh, you know hit on like hit on Shinichi and try to have sex with them? It's it kind of like it it hits on the these awkward um, things that you know like hey you know it's like wouldn't that be funny if it's like but doesn't really like engage with them any further beyond comic relief. Um, the strange one by Takatoshi Kumakura. Is it's definitely one of the better ones since it has two parasites um, meeting out in the sticks. Um, one who has just wandered in, like um, from out in the city, and he meets this guy, who, this other parasite who is, um, who's become a family man, raising his, and um, is living a healthy life after having possessed several um, unhealthy hosts. Um, it's like it's it's something that espouses the value of clean living in a uh, very morbid way, and it's interesting how the uh, how it kind of like has a interesting moral ambivalence about how you know, is this parasite who is living out in the sticks like 
is he really just, you know, like raising his family as potential spare bodies or does he actually kind of care for them, you know, based on what happens at the end of the story or like, is that even him at the end of the story? Hmm. Does make you wonder. So, um, Ryoji Minagawa, um, t- has the, uh, like has a parasite who is, um, killing insurgent motherfuckers, like, it's like in Iraq or just some Middle Eastern place, like um, because it's a parasite who was um signed up to work for the for for America, and um he's um like learned to be a bat like a badass killer, but what happens when he meets uh like an, a parasite who is working for the enemy? It's a nice, it's a nice clever story, and it answers the uh, question of like you know why why is this guy working for the like for the Americans? It's like in an interesting and kind of um, spine-chilling way at the end, end of the story. Um, Richie Ueshiba's uh, Miggy's Journey is a visual masterpiece. It's like, and one that, um, that when it comes to like translation notes at the end of the volume, this one rated two pages all by itself for all the uh, crazy stuff that he puts in here. It's a, like, as the uh, translator notes, the veritable Werewolf Waldo of Japanese pop culture re- references. And while you don't need to get all of them, it's like, it's, it's like, it's certainly a, uh, a, um, vis- it's certainly like a, an impressive visual, um, like, um, splendor to take in. It's like, Especially when, and as far as its relevance to Parasite, I mean, it focuses on Miggy, but, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's hard to, like, say exactly what's going on here without, um, getting into spoilers for the, uh, like, for the end, for the end of the series and how it, and how it turns out. I do think that, um, if you really think of it as, like, an epilogue for the series, it actually works, um, pretty well. So, what follows then is, um... Is the like I said the one that I was really looking forward to? That's Hiroki Endo's Edible, and well, as he uh, notes in his like in his author's um, commentary at the back, like he was really um, kind of like uh, trying to um, nail the feel of Alien here. And since it has a bunch of um, interstellar commandos trying to tackle a um, like trying to um, infiltrate and take over a ship that has apparently um, been infected by a parasite catches while there's plenty of fragile humans around they've also got a parasite of their own working it's like um, working alongside them it's like as a straight action piece you know it's not bad it's like i do kind of like um feel i was um, misled by um by kunancha um editor it's like um ben applegate who said that you know, oh this is like when he said that talked about this at uh Comic Con, he said, "Oh, it's like his endo stories are all about like heads getting cut off, like so many heads getting cut off and stuff." And it's like, no, no, it's not. It's it's something that, that um plays that it's like it's a straight up action story, but it doesn't really play to um anything deeper than that, which is kind of disappointing, um given given the depth that Endo's work in um Eden and um All Rounder Meguru have demonstrated. So, so yeah, if I had been it's like if, if like I said, I this is something that kind of this is like the story that kind of got me to buy this. But um, fortunately, there's enough good stuff here that you know it's like I didn't um, that uh, it's the fact that it didn't quite live up to its promise. It's like I'm I'm fine with that. Um, another then we got another crossover uh, like story 
um, featuring a uh, like called Kisei Ekodachan. Let's see, about a uh, it's like about another character. Let's see, a uh, another series called uh, Rinshi Ekodachan, and um, it's about a uh, like a fashionable girl who uh, apparently uh, who like like um, Ekoda, who's apparently has her own manga series from like from the creator Yukari um, Takinami. And apparently, uh, like due 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 to reasons, uh, she want like uh, she wants to put the parasite in her vagina, which uh, is like appeal appealingly weird. But you know, it's like uh, like it's like three pages of four panel comics, which you know, it's like I guess you know, it's like if you're just going to do something as something weird like that, it's just like the it's just the right length for that. Then, but other than that, it's like I don't really have much like the uh, the fairy tale um story it's like i don't really have like the, the uh like really the empathy to like really or knowledge to really get get into it also at the end is um akira hiromoto's chinless gen chinless gen and i are parasites which is he's um doing a uh, like a riff on one of his other characters um chinless gen who is a trucker and he winds up uh, he and apparently um his like his uh, his buddy wind up um, meeting up with one of the old with the, with the old lady who um, Shinchi encounters at the end of the para- parasite manga, and there's all sorts of like um, like general it's like general weirdness that's hap- happening with them. It's like as um, as Jen and his buddy just kind of like mooch off the girl the, the old lady for like for like for like half a year. It's like it's it's like. It, it's a kind of it's a funny riff on the idea that you know the real parasites it's like the real parasite is humanity um, from the original series, but it doesn't quite um, scale the same comedic heights that uh, that that um, Hiromoto's um, like um, prison school series has. So there you go. It's like Neo Parasite M. It's like if like I said, if you like Parasite, then I definitely recommend this. But um, only. Like if you like Parasite, so yeah, if you're looking for 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 good, thoughtful um like um science fiction, it's like go go and check go and check out Parasite. I mean, hey, there's a reason that was licensed rescue licensed rescue twice. It's like it's like in this day and age, which is really kind of impressive. All right, so uh, John, I don't know, it's like any thoughts on your end about all this? So you recommend these? I do. Well, like I said, Parasite. Eh, Parasite M is only recommended if you like um, the original series because, well, if, you, if you're not into Parasite, then you know, we might bother with this at all. There you go. So you know what you're going to be talking about next week. <laughs> well, unless I think unless um, inspiration strikes, then it may just be about all the D titles in my uh, to-read um, pile. Or, I don't know, it's like I was looking at my uh, shelf and I thought, hey, you know, like I've never talked about Snowpiercer, so hey, maybe we'll go about that instead. We'll all see. Right. All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right, bye. Bye.